0: welcome back to a whole new episode guys if you are here you are in for a real treat as promised i have psychic medium chris medina on today's episode i was ecstatic that he even said he would be on this episode and we will dive into that in just a bit All right, guys, welcome. I'm going to do a little bit of a backstory because I did a horrible job introducing him once I did the interview because him and I are just, it it feels like old souls when we're talking. So just a little bit of backstory. I reached out to him after hearing him on Stassi Schroeder, Lala Kent and Katie Maloney's podcast. If you don't know who those people are, they are uh, members of Members or former members of the reality show Vanderpump Rules. I love it. Love the show. Love those girls. Follow them. And I heard him on Stassi's being the most relevant, like back in 2019, which I will link in the show notes, these three podcasts so y'all can hear him actually do a reading and how things were predicted for the future. But he did a reading on Stassi and essentially predicted she was going to have a baby girl, get married to this guy with the initial CB, but it ended up being Beau Clark, so BC backwards, and just how it was like legit real. And and she's kind of a no-bullshitter and she'll call people on bullshit. And the fact that she trusted him, I did. <laughs> and we kind of referenced those podcasts throughout the episode as well so that so if you wanted to know why that's why but the reason why I reached out is because I listened to those I was like okay he's the real deal I'm having difficulty getting over this situationship of 17 years that I have mentioned previously and I was like therapy obviously hasn't helped me let me reach out to this psychic who needs to tell me what to do (laughs) can he predict my love life so I reached out to him back in February of this year and I recorded that reading um It was like the best therapy session I'd ever had in my entire life. And he predicted some things that happened this year about me losing my job, meeting a guy that I was going to go on a few dates with. He predicted all of that. So he is legit. The real deal. But what I wanted to do with my episode, different from other people's where he gives readings, I've had three readings from him. And he's even told me, like, hey, look, girl, I love you. You're my girl. You don't, there's nothing new to say. Don't reach out to me for another reading for a year. So, what I wanted to do instead of him reading me on the podcast, since we've done that, is to kind of give some backstory on what is a psychic? What is a medium? Um, true manifestations. We get into a little bit of his astrology. I didn't get to ask him as many questions as I wanted to. Just you just never know where podcasts are going to go when it's not an interview based. I mean, it's slightly interview based, but you're just having a conversation with a friend. And I wanted to kind of maybe take the woo woo out of it if you're scared of it or maybe don't know what psychics are or you've gotten a bad taste of it because you've had someone dupe you versus what you see on TV, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. So one of the questions that I know that I did not get to ask him and I did reach out to him right after. The, the episode was over to, to get the answer, was if you think you may have a psychic ability or you are very intuitive or maybe even an empath where you feel everyone's energy around you, I asked him like how he, how he goes about or advises someone who may feel these things to protect their energy. And he said, be selective on who you read and always disconnect for them. He says it's a whole process that he does. It takes him two hours to unload and get his head back to himself. He says if not, he can use sage and meditation with words and be very intentional because there's a lot of power behind the intention that you use. So that was great advice. And hopefully we'll get to do a second episode to ask more questions. But stay tuned to the end. And he gives me a little bit of a reading so you can hear that. Also, last thing, I am an idiot. We Zoomed for this um, episode. Obviously, he's in L.A. and I'm in Alabama. And, I, you know, y'all all know I took a six-month hiatus from podcasting. Well, before that six months, whenever I would do a Zoom interview, Zoom would allow you to do however long you wanted if there was only two people in in the Zoom call, so, I didn't think about upgrading it. And then while we were recording, it kept counting down. So, if you hear me kind of lose my train of thought, um, and I'm probably going to leave that in there and just edit a little bit out of the pausing. But it did cut us off after 45 minutes. I was like, what the hell? But he was so sweet. And he was like, if this cuts off, just send me another link, we'll finish. So, he's so, y'all, he's so sweet. Again, in the show notes will be the three episodes that I love the most that he's on for um, Katie Maloney, Stassi Schroeder, and Lala Kent, and also how to get a reading with him and where you can find him on social media. Please note there are a lot of fake accounts that try to mimic him to scam people out of money. Chris will never solicit you on Instagram, TikTok, anything, social media, email, anything and ask you if you want a reading. He waits for people who need them to come to him. So if anyone with Psychic Chris Medina in their social media name reaches out to you, just know that is not him. Okay, so without further ado, let's get started. Oh, my God. Can you hear me?
1: How's it going?
0: <laughs> well, um, I'm nervous.
1: <laughs> what are you nervous for?
0: I don't know, because, like, you're a big deal, and like, why you agreed to be on my podcast, I could not tell you why.
1: You're my fucking girl. Why wouldn't I be on your podcast?
0: I know. Like, I've like ever since I've known you, which I looked back at my notes February, it was that kindred spirit, like, have we met before?
1: It's- because exactly. you
0: made me feel so comfortable, but I feel like you make everyone comfortable because when you get on your lives on Instagram, I'm like, who are these bitches talking to my man?
1: <laughs> <laughs> are we, are we doing uh, is this going to be audio or visual?
0: It's going to oh, be cool. audio. I don't do visual. No.
1: Right. Can I turn the camera off then? Yeah. Oh, cool. Okay. Hold on one second. It's distracting. I hate looking at myself. Okay. Perfect.
0: I hate that you hate that because you look great.
1: I don't like the way my eyes look when I'm giving those readings. Or when I'm when I'm getting interviewed, the way my fa- my facial expressions come across, yeah. Gotcha. So, but how's everything going?
0: So far, so good. Started my new job. Everything seems good. How are you?
1: Things good. Busy. Busy.
0: Yeah, I bet you are.
1: Um, you know, as far as like the readings are going and the way the energy is, everybody, um, it's a really delicate time right now. As far as like people checking out mentally, yeah, and just wanting to do it. So especially around the holidays, it's you know, even celebrities. getting all these that are reaching out that are like, you know, what's going on? I need help. And then I've also gotten into, um, doing, uh, readings for companies like businesses and doing like, it's almost like an, you know what an efficiency expert is.
0: No, but I was going to ask you, like, I don't know, like whenever I got off a reading with you, it was almost like the most therapeutic thing I've ever done. And I know you can't do readings like, well, you can, but like becoming a therapist, (laughs) I don't know.
1: You know what? I'm actually, I was just talking to Jay about that. And I was like, how long would it take to get like a, a psychology or a psychiatry degree? I said, because uh, to be honest with you, and I'm not trying to talk about my clients, but I do have psychiatrists. And like, do you want to record? Are we recording this?
0: Yeah, but I can um, edit it out.
1: Oh, no, 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 it's fine. Don't worry about it. Um, uh, no, we can speak on this. Uh, when it comes, I've been reading a lot of psychologists and psychiatrists that reach out to me for sessions in regards to their own lives and also with they're having issues with clients.
0: Well, you know, you don't have to necessarily be a psychologist or psychiatrist. You can actually do coaching. Yeah. Um, and that wouldn't take you long at all just to get like a coaching certificate.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: And I, I think, mean. I mean, you basically already are doing that.
1: Exactly. And it, it, it also too, with this, with doing a bus- work with businesses and companies and stuff, the first time I got approached with this would have been back in New York when I was back in like 2016, 2017, where, um, Facebook, I did an event at the Soho house and Facebook was there and they were like, we want you to come in and do, um, coaching during our lunch breaks for our employees. And I said, Oh my God, I would love that. Didn't hear anything back from them. Uh, you know, in regards to that I was with a really shady manager at that time. And then afterward, um, now moving into the forward times here, within the last couple, I'd say the last few months, companies have been reaching out, wanting me to do, um, I guess, highlights on employees, like their strengths and what their weaknesses are, and kind of like doing that type of coaching. There, it's like I, I could call like an efficiency expert, expert going in there and kind of weeding out what no longer works and what what needs to be changed and the personalities and you know how they can thrive in, in different areas in the company or teams and things like that.
0: That's amazing. Mm-hmm. That that's amazing. So. First of all, I didn't even introduce you. <laughs> oh. So this is Chris Medina. If you do not know, you literally are nuts. But he is a celebrity psychic medium, um, extraordinaire, I guess. You've been doing this for several years. But one thing I'm kind of pissed about, Chris, is when I Google you, mm-hmm. I can't find like just stats on you. I just see everything that you've done, like podcast wise or like show wise. Mm-hmm. But I don't have like just this whole biography on you. Have you taken it down?
1: No, it's in my uh, on my website.
0: Well, I found your website, but I'm just saying, like, you know, like when you Google someone, like it just hits all oh, your Wikipedia? highlights and I'm like, where's your Wikipedia?
1: I, you know what I need to create one of those. And also, do you have to understand something when people say celebrity psychic medium, I wasn't born in this industry. You know what I'm saying? I know. So- so uh, everything that I'm doing is, is, is home. everything Jay and I are doing is very homegrown. It's all stuff that we've done on our own here. So, you know, having a Wikipedia page or when people say, you know, oh my God, I, you know, there's this woman I, I read from, uh, I hope I pronounce this right. I just got off a reading. That's why I was a little bit late. Qatar. Is that it? I don't know. Q-A-T-A-R, Qatar. Is that a country? Or... It sound, uh, sounds so, right. Sounds like it's dry and deserty wherever it's at. But I, <laughs> I get these clients like that out of the country. No, because
0: you're the real deal. Like, so I found you when you were on Stassi Schroeder's podcast and you predicted her whole pregnancy, her meeting Bo Clark, her getting kicked off VPR. So I was like, oh, shit, like this was recorded. Like this is on a podcast. This is recorded. He predicted all this shit. And then two years later, it
1: happened. That's my girl. First and foremost, i got to give it up to Stassi Schroeder. I mean, uh, for whatever reason, when her guides connect with my guides and it's not often. She is not somebody, I don't know if i said this before, you guys know this, it's not somebody that reaches out for sessions every month or even every year. It's very few and far in between that I that, that I get the opportunity to read her directly. But for whatever reason, our energy aligns and she was the reason why everything kind of blew up. Oh, really? Yeah. Because I went on and people were like, you predicted the initials of a of Bo and you also predicted her demise on the show and everybody was saying she was going to have a boy and you came in and said she was going to have a girl. And I was like, that's what I... I you guys act like it's something that I want to say I have no control over; it. it just comes out.
0: Well, that's what I was going to ask you is like, how did you get into the whole celebrity reading? But first we need, like, I know, I know the backstory of how you became like psychic or knew that you were psychic. So for people who do not know, how did you learn or the first experience you had that you were like a psychic or even a medium at that?
1: The psychic step as a very, uh, at a very young age, as far as like being able to tap in and pick up the emotion, especially with my dad, like his energy, be able to read him that way. And then my dad, um, there's a joke in the family. Uh, he's, he, he would always tell me, uh, I don't want to look at you when I have to discipline you because you will talk me out of it. hypnotize me. And then I have a nephew that's way, way younger than I am, uh, that he would tell my nephew, don't look at him. He's going to hypnotize you. Don't stare at him or whatever. So my dad enticing all that and knowing and, and having me read his friends, you know, I knew there was something different there that I had that ability. The medium stuff is way different. That I thought at the very beginning was maybe I'm just hearing things because I'm, I'm watching Freddy Krueger and Jason and all this stuff and it's, it's fucking with my head. <laughs> but when the hair stands up on the back of your neck, you actually see it. You feel it. You can hear the carpet shuffling whole different story.
0: So was it at the same time or two different times that like the psychic yeah. stuff started first and then the medium stuff started later in life?
1: Yeah. The medium stuff started when I was around six or seven. I mean, it happened at a very young age, but I wasn't able to put two and two together. Like the, I, I said this before in a podcast podcast there was a clown and that's the only way I can describe him. that when I was living with my dad in Palmdale, my my mom and dad, I guess just started separating at that time. And I spent a lot of time with my dad or in that house for whatever reason. And there was this clown or this energy that would come and try to play with my toys while I was playing with them and try to get my attention, like put the toy in front of my face and shake it. And my guides would say, ignore it. It's not, it's a bad thing. He's he's pretending. And I would look at it and it would look like, kind of like that clown off of the terrifier. I was like, I
0: just got like full body chills on my (laughs)
1: Yeah, and then I dismissed all that stuff, and then I started. I grew up, I, you know, age. I mean, that's anywhere between the ages of three and four is when that happened. And then fast forward to the age of seven or eight when I moved in with my mother into a brand new house, and then all that energy started coming in where I was feeling it more, feeling it than was seeing it, and then having all these crazy dreams.
0: Okay, because so, yeah. that's what I was going to ask you. Like, this is like a crazy question that I just want to know when you first saw. Because you say God spirits, um, when you're seeing those things, are they Do they look like they were when they, do they look like they did when they died or do they look like Casper, the friendly ghost? Like, what do they look like?
1: The, uh, that clown thing just looked like what it was like an entity or a spirit. I mean, it just, I think that the reason why I did a clown was to kind of make me feel safe, but the makeup that it wore and the way that it came across, I was like, I'm already, I was, I make fun of myself. I'm already kind of like on that cusp of being on the dark side. And on the light side too so I, to me it didn't really scare me as much as it would have scared somebody else okay so, but when I see ghosts like like uh, spirits um, it's more inside and it sounds so weird to say in my mind's eye very rarely do they come and I see them in, in, in formation. when I do medium readings this is where I don't understand sometimes the way like Tyler Henry he's really good at what he does he can kind of like get an object and read off of that. Me, the, the I, I can do I can do that to certain so, to a certain extent, but it's more of looking at pictures and getting that energy that way. And then I get a glimpse when I look at that picture, I get a glimpse of how that person lived their life from the from when they were a child all the way up until their passing.
0: Okay, because that's what I was going to ask you. Because I know in our reading you said to send any pictures that I wanted a reading off of, and I was going to ask. That was one of my questions. Was like, how do you even do that off a picture and their energy is not present? But obviously, that's your gift.
1: Yeah, they, they th- that they just come through. Like yesterday, um, there was a reading that I did. It was towards the end of the night, and uh, she wanted she wanted me to do a medium reading on a friend, and there was a lot of like this. Um, I have to be careful on what I say to people as far as like when it comes to their religious beliefs but I was like this person they died instantly I said did they I said did they commit suicide and she was like no she's like they got involved in a car accident I said yeah but they I said they kind of lingered on for a few hours and then died afterward I said but they were already dead during those hours they were revisiting and kind of seeing what was going on I said and I also got a glimpse in this person's mind as far as like how they lived their life up until that point there was a lot of uh there was like a personality or mood disorder I'm not a psychiatrist or psychologist so the clinical diagnosis was a little it off I said it would have been like either borderline personality or low-key schizophrenia in some way to where their karma and this is I got to be very careful on saying this there was nothing there was nothing that was going to change this person's direction in life you could have I mean you 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 can definitely go through lessons again in relations but as far as like your purpose in your life lesson there needed to be a reset button on this person so here one second and gone the next okay that makes
0: sense yeah
1: and so to make a long story short, yeah, looking at a picture is a lot easier for me than getting a, an object or, you know, sitting across from somebody and hoping to God that that person's uh, family comes through very rarely will it come through that way. And the reason why is because ghosts have even told me, Chris, I don't even know who you are. Why would I talk to you?
0: I mean, that makes sense. You would th- I mean, like, obviously <laughs> like, so you get more of your medium stuff, like when you're a person to person or zoom Skype or yeah. over, maybe over the phone.
1: Yeah, like the other day, there was a woman I did a Skype, uh, uh, no, a Zoom call with, and we were talking about somebody that passed away, and there was a huge, she has this on camera, huge orb went right behind her. And I said, oh my God, there's somebody behind, there's something behind her, she saw an orb go by. She said, I'll have to check that out later. Immediately after we got off the phone, she, she hits me up like 10 minutes afterward on email, and it was like, I rewound the video and saw exactly what you saw. She's like, that creeped me the fuck out. I said, yeah, I said, it's also made by my TV crack. Oh my God.
0: <laughs> so So you've gone through life now, like seven, eight, and then is it getting like stronger as you're getting older? I, I know, know what you did. You were, you sold insurance and I know that because I reached out to you because of my job situation. Mm -hmm. And then, so you're saying you sold insurance and then you met Stassi and that kind of is kind of when it changed to celebrity readings or did you already start doing a few celebrity? How did you get into celebrity readings? Like, Uh
1: yeah i lived a normal like you said i worked in the insurance industry for about 20 years i have two kids i did all that um in between the ages of after eight until i'd say 22 was a huge learning experience i mean i used my ability i was just off the phone with somebody that woman from qatar i think that's how you pronounce it and told her you would have hated my guts 15 years ago i said because i was a lying manipulative piece of shit i would lie and use my ability i mean you have to understand something you start getting i'm I'm a tourist. I've got a lot of sexual energy. I'm very, I'm, I, you know, I, I like men. I like the idea of, of that kind of, you know, that lifestyle. And then you, you bring in this ability, and you tap into somebody, and you know what their needs and their wants are. And you so,
0: yeah, a, perfect sales agent
1: <laughs> for sure. And yeah. then I was building life insurance too. Can you imagine, like, you know? And then I, I you know, but yeah. To make a long story short. Did, did a lot of growing there they really they really fine-tuned my abilities as far as like using it as a defense mechanism and realizing how my ability works so all between that time was like going to school and then after i reached the age of like 21 is when i is when my guides came in and said okay now you're going to start to have kids and i was like what do you mean and so had kids did the whole father thing you know raised both my kids um 2014 came and they had told me this energy is you know uh I'm very well aware of how it works, and I did. I thought I had more time, but they told me at a very young age, your life is going to change. So I thought I was going to die of asthma as a kid, and I was like, you know, I'm ready to go. They were like, no, you're here for a different reason. We will tell you when that time comes. And or, but in in the meantime, concentrate on getting better and just you know living your life, whatever, whatever. So 2014 comes, I get a I get a that that hit from them. Okay. Now, now it's time. And I'm like, what do you mean? They said, remember what we said? And they flashed, they, they, they did a, a flashback to me sitting in the hospital talking to them. Now it's that time. And I was like, for what? They said, you're going to change direction completely. Everything about who you are right now is going to die. Your name, your profession, your everybody that you're associated with is going to go away. For what? Because if you if you cannot go on this journey and do what we have planned for you with all these people around you, because you will use them as an excuse as to not move your as to why you're not moving your ass. They will cause you depression. They will distract you. All this other stuff. And so Jay, who's my best friend, he was he was with me in Oregon. You have to understand something. This is somebody that lived a normal life too. And he, and you to tell somebody at three o'clock in the morning, because he, he was upstairs, his room was upstairs, mine was downstairs, this is when we were living in Oregon, to, call, to tell him, Jay, Jay, come downstairs, we have to quit our jobs now. My guides came in and said, it's, it is time. It's like, time for what? I said, I don't know, we have to go and quit, get our paychecks, do what we need to do, it's over with. And he's like, what are we gonna do now? I said, you need to reach out to anybody that wants a psychic, that wants a psychic reading, any celebrity, radio show, podcast, television, anything. And the first thing we got was Comic-Con. Wow. So we did Comic-Con, did all that. And then I got introduced um, to somebody that, um, uh, do you know who Annabelle DeSisto is? She had a podcast called Adderall and Compliments.
0: I think so. It sounds very familiar.
1: Uh, she's, uh, she's a comedian too. Very, uh, one, of, one of my great friends. Uh, I started off with her and that's how I got introduced to Stassi and that whole crew. And it took Stassi. I was literally dying to, you know, to work with her and, and have something to do with her. And I read everybody else around her. And then it came time to read her. And let me tell you something. It scared the living shit out of me. No. Because so she-
0: I listened back to your podcast today. And mm-hmm. you even said, you were like, I walked in. I'm scared. I'm scared of you.
1: Fuck. Yeah. Because she is no, again, I'm not afraid of her because she's going to kick my ass or whatever. But when she looks at you, I don't get, I, and I don't watch Vanderpump. So I don't know. How, I don't know anything other than she slapped that girl. That's it. That's all that I know. <laughs> How they get out and all this other shit. So when I go to her, she she is no fucking joke. She is sizing me up and down. Not in like are bathroom.
0: you are like are you real? Like is this real? Yes. Like and she and loves I, spooky stuff too. So like she's all into it.
1: Yeah, and I, and I felt like I had to be on with her. I was like, okay, let me just go in here. And my guides are like, we're going to tell you what to say. Just say it. Don't even think about who she is. And that's why she. That's why if you listen to that podcast, she goes really? I'm going to have a girl. Everybody's been predicting. I'm going to have a boy. And I was like, no, you're having a girl.
0: Yeah. She said, you're the very first person to ever say that. And you told her something about look at like yellow. Like, is there something yellow significant? And she ended up having blonde hair.
1: Mm -hmm. And also too, yellow is very therapeutic. That's a, that's a mental health color. So I didn't
0: know that.
1: Stop and think about it. And she made me cry when she, um, her second book that she put out, she put, uh, to Hartford, you saved my life.
0: And she also shouted you out, which I immediately texted you and said, oh, my God, I'm sure you already know this, but you're in Stasi Schroeder's fucking book. <laughs> it's oh, like, oh, God,
1: didn't, she didn't tell me that she didn't. She this is somebody that's just like, again, I have a tremendous amount of respect for that woman. I will go. I will always go above and beyond for her and back her up any way possible. And so the reason why I bring up the yellow is because if you stop and think about it, Hartford is the reason why Stasi changed her direction completely.
0: One hundred percent.
1: So the yellow makes perfect sense to me as it was very mentally stimulating and very mentally healing for Stassi, especially going through that all that bullshit she went through during that time.
0: Yeah, I had no idea that Stassi kind of set off the spiral like yeah, had no idea. Like I know you've read for Lala, which listen to that podcast. You essentially predicted that her and Randall like something was happening on that podcast. And even like look like you may, you may not know what you're like. Like as a listener, you may not know what you're predicting, obviously, you know, but then when it happens, you're like, oh shit, that's just exactly what Chris just said.
1: <laughs> and also yeah, just to kind of re- go back with Stassi and I'll jump into Lala real fast with Stassi. Um, yeah, she was, the, she was the, um, the start of it all. I mean, in, in her and I, again, she, uh, she doesn't know this, but her and I were both going through something at the very same time that she was, it pissed me the fuck off that this was happening to her. And I was like, fuck, if I'm going to, you know, go girl. And just, you know, power <laughs> that way, Lala's reading. I mean, you guys have to understand something. I can't go on there and point my finger in somebody's face and say, you are a mis- miserable, lying, manipulative piece of shit. Leave her alone. Yeah. Also, when you have somebody touching your wrist, because I'm getting, I'm alluding to certain things here and they want to keep you on check by ho- by touching your hand, like, Be careful. It's a whole different story. So if you hear that podcast, I tell her I want to talk to you afterward.
0: Yeah. And I'm going to link every single one of their episodes that you are in, in my show notes. So everyone can know what we're talking about. Most of my listeners know because I'm a VPR fanatic. So I talk about Stassi and Lala's podcast a lot on my episodes. So they should know um, what I'm referring to when I say those people. Um, But I like, that's how I knew like you were the real deal from the get go. I was like, because I was going through something in my life where I was you know, stuck on someone for a really long time. And I was like, I'm just going to reach out to the psychic. Therapy's not helping (laughs) me clearly. Like, why am I still stuck on this person? So I reached out to you in February and you were literally like, he's not for you. And I was like, oh, got it. He's not for me. And it ended like (laughs) the obsessiveness. I was like, he said it's not. And then you were like, you're going to meet someone in April. You're going to go on a date. You're going to meet them. And you kind of described them. And I met someone April 1st, went on a date with them and then dated them until recently. So I was like, oh, shit. <laughs>
1: but also, too, again, you have to understand something. The reason why um, we talked about the very beginning of, the, of, your, of your show here about psychology and psychiatry. Mm-hmm. Um, I've been having a lot of issues with um, I have nothing against mental health expert. I, I, experts. I refer a lot of my clients that need more of a process, more need more of a, of a structure set in their lives. here. Because when they ask me, Chris, what do I do? It's unfair because I'm going to tell you, you need to do just this. And people have a hard time doing it. They they, they you know they take forever to warm up. So I definitely refer them out. Same thing with astrologers and tarot readers. People think that I have a vendetta against them. No, I think that tarot readers and astrologers are, re- are really good at what they do on the technical and practical side of things, but they forget the person sitting in front of them. So with you going to get therapy, you're like, this isn't working. I'm going to reach out to a psychic. I, I don't look at you as a textbook client. I look at you as for who you are. I'm reading your energy as an individual. What sets you apart from Stasi? What sets you apart from Lala? What is your purpose? What are your needs? And what? And that's how I go. That's how I do my readings here. So that's why it hit you in that way to where you were like, okay, or whatever, because one, I'm not telling you anything you don't already know. It's tailor-made for you. And this is what you need to hear. What you choose to do with it is totally up to you.
0: One hundred percent. So diving into the readings a little bit. So when you start a reading, how do your readings go? Like what I, I obviously know, but like for people who want to get a reading with you, what, it, what do they have to do? How do they reach out and what goes on in the reading
1: yeah. Um, I always tell people, go through, the, go through my website. You can sign up for a half hour session or an hour long session there. That's, that's the start of it all. Um, and then when I reach out to you and then we, we set up the appointment, you know how that goes. I you know We set up a time, we set up a date and I ask for you to send in at least four pictures of you and anybody else that you want insight on, but don't tell me anything about them. And I always tell people because people always say, I want the reading to be X, Y, and Z. I'll open the reading up to questions. Don't say anything to me right now because people forget that's how psychics conduct their businesses they feed off of what you're telling them. And yeah. so come into a reading for me. I don't know you. I don't know your friends. I can't find, it's one thing if you're a celebrity where I can go Google, people can go Google things off of you. I can go look things up, look, look things up at, uh, of who you are. But a, a regular person that doesn't happen, do that, you can't do that. So that, that, that's, that's how I start off. I, I read you, I tell you what's going on. I spend the first five or six minutes going in, telling you what I'm getting off of you for, you know, emotionally, mentally, where you're at in the present time here, we'll dip into the past life. And then I'll open the reading up to questions and then we'll start getting to the pictures mm-hmm. and start reading those pictures. And, you know, we'll get to the medium side of whatever the case may be. The other day, there was a woman that had a dog. I know it sounds weird. I read the dog's picture, got all the energy off that person, but that's how I do my readings. And you know how it is. You start yeah. a five hour session. And you're on the phone for literally 45 minutes because I can't shut you off after a half hour. I'm not that psychic. That's watching the clock. I want and to- you're
0: a no bullshit person. Like no you bullshit. literally say, if, if this doesn't make sense, call bullshit. And you say like, ask me to be more specific. Ask me to get more granular. You say that from the get-go.
1: Yeah, because again, I, I have to understand, you have to understand something. When people tell me, like they'll say, how come you're not going at people? Like, you know, you're, you're not saying shit to them or you're not, um, you're, you're not, it's not, it's not that you're not sticking up for yourself. You're just going to be very, you just let it roll off. This is not ego and pride here. But if I open my mouth and I tell you something about you that you're not ready to hear as a defense mechanism, it could ruin your life. And worst of all, ruin my reputation. So I'm very mindful of what I say and how I, and how I interact with that person. I am not here to put doom and gloom, no matter if the hardcore truth is something that you're avoiding or that you're afraid of, I still have to consider you a human being, a person with feelings and not scare the shit out of you. We will do this in our own fucking time, but make no mistake. This is what needs to be done before you can evolve and grow. How you do that is totally up to you. I will back you. Like I told you in your session, I don't want to read you for money until a year from now.
0: Yeah. Cause I kept coming back to you,
1: <laughs> look, you need, but you have, we, but our relationship's a lot different. Yeah. You have a friendship. So you hit me up when you need, but, but again, if you need advice, you need a shoulder to lean on. We message each other back and forth. I don't look at you as a client.
0: And that's what's sweet about you, but you also still like, this is your job. And I like, so that's another thing. Like, because I worry about you sometimes as a friend. And I even remember asking you this after our last session. I said, does anyone worry about you? You give so much energy to the world and to your clients and to this, like, is it hard for you to have relationships or romantic relationships? Because you kind of, number one, you're psychic and you can already say, you know what, this isn't going to last but two or three months. And it's not, you know, and then you're also giving all this energy out. So how, how do you make that work where it doesn't feel like, friends are like hey you know like can you tell me what's going to happen in a couple months or hey I just met this person or hey I just got this job and then they're constantly using you as that situation for example and then and maybe not using you I don't mean it like that but like for me being a nurse practitioner I get a lot of friends that will text me and be like hey what do you think about this send me pictures of their mom and grandpa's like, Hey, what's this rash? Or, Hey, can you call me this prescription in? And I don't mind it if it's close friends, but then when it's people I haven't talked to in a year, it's kind of like, yeah, you know,
1: (laughs) I, uh, I'm old, so I don't have a lot of- You're not
0: old. I'm
1: old. I I don't have a lot of those, the the relationships that I had before here. You outgrow people, you outgrow situations. And the way that my ability works with me is my guides are, I mean, I know it sounds weird. Somebody told me, you know, a long time ago, you're too psychic. You live too much in a psychic world. I'll take that. But at the same time, that's what I'm used to. When people tell me, like one of my good friends, my my good friend, Christina, she's a lawyer. She's like, what would happen if your ability just stopped? I said, how could it feel if somebody ripped your fucking arm off? (laughs) (laughs)
0: <laughs> i mean true i mean it's it's your identity yeah it's who so, you are
1: so when, when i when i meet people or whatever i'm just looking i mean i smoke weed i drink not, not I, I smoke more weed than i drink but when i like if you and i were to hang out i want to make you laugh i want to see what you're like rolling on the floor laughing <laughs> i want to get sad that's what makes me feel good that's what makes me look forward to hanging out like i hang out with katie, katie oh Moll- I
0: love that. that. I love Katie. First of all,
1: she is my baby doll. I mean, I, she's like a little sister to me when I hang out with her, there is no pride. There's no ego. I don't get worried about eating in front of her. When we sit down and eat and we have, we have conversation. We just boom. We're done. Yeah. And that, that's how I unload with her. And she's not asking. You would think that these people would be asking, Oh, give me insider. They're not asking for any of that shit.
0: And that's how, you know, it's real.
1: Yeah.
0: Well, that I've always, you know, I always worry about you because I'm always worried people like are going to be like using you for that. But you said earlier, you made a comment that you also get psychic stuff for yourself. So how does that work where you actually can still live life and not get scared of things or not? deter yourself from things like you quit your job because your guides told you to do it. So if your gods tell you to do something, are you just going to do it? Or do oh you, is God. there like free will? Like they say, like when you get psychic readings, like you can either listen to the, what the psychic says, or there's free will and or oh, whatnot.
1: No, 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 no. That's why when I give psychic readings to people, I always tell them like, look, I don't mean to be a bitch about this, but this is exactly what it's going to be like. If you go against the grain, you are going to end up getting resentful towards it. And I've learned that when it comes to my guides, when they say jump, I don't say how high I fucking jump. Okay. I know how that works. I, just, I uh, moved this May, May of 2022. Jay and I ended up moving out of a situation. I mean, this is, I, I've had a house in my own shit you know, for years. And then for the last four years you know, prior to May was renting a room out of somebody's house. And doing that whole thing, my guides came in right on May 6th, the day after Cinco de Mayo and was like, you were gonna move. And I'm like, what? And they were like, you're gonna gonna have to move. You're gonna have to get out of this house here because what we have planned for you in the upcoming months, we can't afford for you to bitch and complain that you're tired, you're depressed. You don't have the energy to do it. Or most importantly, there's nowhere in the house for you to go to be alone. So get Mm -hmm. out of here. And I was like, there's no fucking way. This is me talking to my guides. Nobody moves in the middle of the month next to summer. Well, how am I going to do this? What about deposit and this, all this other shit, credit checks, all this? And they were like, "Go and do it." And I told them, "I'm going to give you guys three days to drag me. You guys got three. After that, I don't know what's going to happen, but take over." And so during those three days, I shit you not, my love. From Monday, this I, it's, we started looking on a Monday. By Wednesday of that week, two days after that, total of three days. We got the place, signed the lease, got the keys, moved in that weekend. Wow. Wow. Since that, since so
0: is that-, is that a part? So with you, that's your psychic ability and guides. Do you feel like your guides laid that out for you? Or do you feel like it was the gods told you to do that? You put your mind to it and there was manifestation in there as well.
1: No, I couldn't do it. I I, I was so, I said I the early stages of COVID around that time. Okay. I had it. And so when I told my guides to take over, I said, I can't do this. I was like, I, I like, you have no idea how I'm, I'm not being bitchy about it. I'm not trying to be a crybaby about it, but I can't, I don't have the energy to it. You're going to have to drag me. So they, when they took over, this is what people don't understand. When I say take over, yes, Jay was in the car with me and we were going to look at these places together because we are roommates now. But when I, when I was driving to these places, it was like, I was sitting in the passenger seat, watching myself drive, watching me interact with these landlords, making deals or looking at stuff, but I wasn't there. Oh, wow. And so afterward, after we moved in and we, we got over COVID and I was coming out of it, I felt disconnected. I was like, I just, I'm not, I said, my psychic ability is still on, but I don't feel any emotions. Like I can't cry. I'm not happy. I'm not sad. I called my dad up and I started, And my, when I call my dad and I start crying, my dad freaks out. Oh, really? Yeah. And so he's like, what's going on or whatever. And I said, and I told him what, what, what was taking place here. And he said, what did you do? You said something. To your, to your people. When he said people, my guides, you said something to them. What did you say? And I had to remember, I was like, oh, I told him to take over because of X, Y, and Z. And he said, did you ask to come back? And I said, no, I thought it was pretty self-explanatory. He said, no, he said, you need to, he said, this is not going to take you two or three hours. It's going to take you a good week for you to get back into your body. And it did. It took me almost three days to get back into feeling my emotions to where I can cry, be happy, be sad, and be myself again.
0: Oh, wow. I did not know that.
1: That's how it works for me. People to talk about it. I feel even crazy talking about it because if you would have known me again, 10, 15 years ago, you would have said to call me a psychic medium. Probably not, but you would would have been like, go to Chris. He gives really good advice.
0: Would you say that people would have said like, you're really intuitive, like how people are Mm -hmm. like, so when you gave me my reading, you told me that I'm very intuitive and I'm a natural manifestor. Mm-hmm. is is that everyone or like truly like if I truly my aunt has always told me this she was like if you think positive thoughts you're going to attract positive energy so she's a huge believer in that and I'm like I'm over here like I'm not negative but i I mean, maybe I am, but I feel like I'm more realistic. Yeah. Um and so and I don't know if, like maybe because of, of my more pessimistic side that all this bad stuff had happened to me before I met you, and like, you told me, like you're the only one standing in your way. I see nothing else other than you. So I was like, okay, I've got to change. I've got to be more positive. I've got and then truly good things started happening.
1: You, if you would have put them if you would have put as much time and energy in manifest manifestation into your everyday life, aside from your work life and how you got your, you know, your your career and all that stuff, you'd be a lot. For, you, you'd you'd start really feeling. You'd be feeling yourself a lot more than what you're feeling yourself now, because you because you are very practical, very logical, but you're also intuitive. So you worry about things because you can see through all the bullshit, and that messes with your head. Yeah, so it that's does. Why I have it ten times. The same thing with me. That's why I tell my guys, "Fucking drag me." Because you know how I am. And you're the same way too.
0: Yes, very much so. I think I think you told me since you're a Taurus, I think you told me that you're I'm a Scorpio. So is don't I have a Taurus moon or something? A cancer moon I or don't something? What
1: your moon is in, but the tor- Taurus and yes.
0: Scorpio. Oh, no, oh. you're on the flip side of Scorpio. Taurus.
1: Yeah. yeah. And so right right now the north and the south node, I mean just astrology wise, are in the signs of Taurus and Scorpio. So me and you are going through it really bad this year. This would was- <laughs> This is how we're, how we internalize and how we're putting ourselves out there. Me being a Taurus, I got to get more in touch with my gut feelings. You being a Scorpio, you got to move away from the emotions and be more practical and logical and determined in your stance. Yes.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Which, I mean, you predicted me losing my job from the get-go because when I came back to my second reading for the guy I was dating or whatever, you're like, let's not talk about that. There's something else going on. Like, are you losing your job? And I was like, uh, what? (laughs) You were like by September 30th. And I was like, that was, I was like, um, actually they just told us we were um, ending by September 30th. And I was like, how did you know that? <laughs> like, yeah. cause I didn't tell you anything for that. Yeah, and that, then you told me that. With,
1: with somebody like you, because you're focusing on the, on the personal side of things and, and letting your, your mind get to you. What better way to get your attention than I must start messing with the material stuff, the stuff that you worked so hard that would, that just your security comfort and peace of mind. The one thing that you're holding onto in order for you to change direction.
0: Yeah, I mean that makes sense. And then I had to like quickly, you know, get another job. But you were even telling me you're like, I'm not worried about that. Not worried about that. You've got a job. Don't worry about that. And I was like, Oh, Chris, I'm a little worried about that.
1: But at the like I said at the very what two minutes ago, if you put that time and energy into your personal side, dealing with your emotions and how you feel on the inside, the way that you deal with your career and the material side, come you'll be invincible.
0: Yeah, maybe we'll see. <laughs>
1: beautiful woman with a great head on your shoulders so it's going to be with people like you and I'm not feeding into your ego but people like you it's going to be a little bit more difficult for you just to for you just to fall for anything
0: well you're right like it's really hard for me to like and then once I do give in it's almost like once I give in anything it's like because I didn't believe the bullshit and then I give into it and then it's like what the fuck this is the bullshit I didn't want to give into and here I gave into it mm-hmm. so I don't I think- know what that's about but
1: Again, just with you, I'm not worried about even like relationships or anything like that. It's because it, you'll get tired of your own shit. You're not going to be able to throw your guides, and also too, you're you're not you're not easily influenced in that way. So can you imagine a guy coming in trying their own their tricks with you? If you're if you can feel that, it's not going to work. So you need somebody that's going to come in here and speak to you. I'm not saying have a relationship like me, but that talks to you the way that I do, where it's very direct and still funny. And we can cut each other up and talk shit. And that you can look at, because the thing with you, let's be honest, if I was cooking in the kitchen, you were sitting on the couch and you looked at me to give me that loving stare. And I gave you this kind of like unsure look, what the fuck's that going to do? What's that going to do to you? <laughs> Try if I tell you, if you say, Chris, what's the matter? You You, you look different. And I tell you, Oh, nothing. Everything's okay that's the worst thing anybody can do for you because that leaves you to think about the could have, should have, would have, and what if you need someone that's going to be very direct and somebody that when you look at, you know exactly what the fuck you're getting.
0: And I literally said that on last week's episode, I said, I'm not for the streets. I'm not for the games. Like I can tell when someone's not being truthful and for whatever reason, my personality still plays into that i guess but then i'm still like over here in my mind i'm like but i know this shit ain't real like this ain't the truth
1: <laughs> yeah, but again because you going to understand something because of your way of thinking your own intuition mixed in with your with your with your with your, with your smarts there you are the only one that's going to pull your card does that make sense yeah over your own clumsy ass feet because you're going to get in your own way and mentally and emotionally. If you had what you needed as far as a relationship there and also somebody that had more of a grounding energy than the other than just tell you you're overthinking or fucking relax, that's the last thing that you need to hear. I, I want to tell you why I'm telling you you're overreacting, why you're, why, uh, why, uh, why you're so much in your head. I want to explain that to you so you feel comfortable so the next time you have that issue, you can come and tell me this is what's wrong with me and we could take it from there, but nobody's coming done
0: that
1: to you true 100% intelligence
0: 100%. 100% I will not I will not deny that at all like I don't even know what to say It.
1: <laughs> <laughs> okay what before before I go any further here you and I both know again this is a lesson that you're going to overcome really soon here because again during your reading what I told you I don't care what any other psychic medium or, or intuitive person tells you you need to know what it's like to receive love you need to know what it's like to be placed on that pedestal and also have somebody speak to you and not have you not and not let you jump off of it until your time is up.
0: Yeah. <laughs> I, yeah.
1: So come on.
0: Uh, speaking of not trying to change directions, but when you said like any other psychic tarot reader, cause I went to another psychic and looking back at the reading, I feel like I gave her the information essentially like after, after it was all said, and done, I was like, Oh wow. Like, and then I was like, wait a minute. I essentially led her to that that conclusion. So that's what I liked about your readings in general is like, you're like, let me do my spiel. Like, let me just say everything that I need to say. And then if I have any questions I can ask, but they're kind of yes and no questions. Like you're like, don't give me like either say yes or no, but don't give me any more information.
1: And I'll shut somebody down if they start going, well, uh, no, no, I don't want to hear about it. Or they send me an email and they say, these are my or whatever in the you know or this is what I want to talk about I appreciate the heads up here, but let me do what I need to do
0: 100% and I hope I'm looking at this time it's kind of making me nervous it's saying it's going to stop recording and I don't know why cuz zoom is supposed to not do that but if it does then
1: we'll figure it out Did you buy the did you buy the the thing for it? Do you have the, subscri- the subscription to it because it's going to go off um it's going to it's going to disconnect us in a minute
0: Normally you don't have to though unless zoom changed
1: yeah it's only a 45 minute time limit
0: really when did that change let me let me do this real quick
1: do you want me to hang up in the new can reset we can schedule it again for another 45 and i'll come back on
0: do you think we can do that or should i just like upgrade it real quick i don't know how to upgrade this what the hell is this oh my god yeah so is it really going to hang up because normally it says it's going to hang up and then it never does
1: uh we'll see we'll see if it if it doesn't then if it does then i'll just wait for you to send me an email and i'll come back on the other link
0: Okay. I'm so sorry. That is so unprofessional. Um, but I wanted to ask you, cause you mentioned tarot cards earlier and you said that, you know, it's not that you're trying to shit on it or anything like that, but is tarot cards a thing or is that the person leading them to the conclusion?
1: It, it to me, to me, it's a thing uh, as far as like, I I know, I know somebody very close to me that I call my sister. That is an excellent tarot reader. When I talked okay. about, cards she knows nothing about what I'm asking prior to her laying those cards down because when I go to a psychic reading or I get an astrology reading or even a tarot reading from people that hit me up and be like oh can I reach you please I don't I tell them they like they're like well what do you want to know about that's where they get you and I tell them just tell me what I need to know
0: okay okay so it's kind of both like it's a thing but it's got to be the the person who can actually do it like they're gifted that ability
1: yeah, like, again, if you're sitting there in front of me and I'm reading you, I'm not looking at the meaning of the tarot cards. I already know what the what the tarot cards, the asset is.
0: Sorry, I'm so sorry. Like, I had no idea Zoom did that because the last time I recorded on Zoom with my podcast, which was like six months ago, it always said you had 45 minutes, but it would let you go as long as it was just one other person in the meeting.
1: Oh, wow. Yeah, I, since I've been doing it, it just cuts you off at 45 minutes.
0: Maybe I just got lucky. I never did. But you were saying <laughs> you were saying that tarot card readings is is a thing if someone's gifted ability, but you can still lead someone if they're like, "What do you think this means?"
1: It's, yeah, they, like you know, tarot cards. When you go get a psychic reading, what is it that you want to know about? It's either love, career, or you know, or or, or life stuff. You know, what what's going to happen here? So they can kind of lead in that way, and they already know what you're going in there for—love or whatever. So they'll base the cards, that energy around there. With my friend that does tarot cards, again, I don't tell her anything. She throws those cards down, and she's like. According to what I've laid out, this is what they're telling me you're going through. And I will tell her that's exactly what I'm going through because she only, she reads the, the 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 cards and then she takes into consideration who I am as a person, my way of thinking the same way I do my client readings, taking you into accountability of who you are, your energy and not labeling you as just as everybody else.
0: Yes. I, and I love that. Like I want to, can she do tarot card readings like via Zoom?
1: Yeah. Uh-huh. Yep.
0: <sighs> I'll have to get her information from you too. Yeah. So there's another thing that I heard, and I'm going to butcher this name because my Southern accent, but a,
1: a sh- Akashic records.
0: Yes. Is What is that?
1: Oh My God. Um, <laughs>
0: what is that? Cause I hear like people say they're psychic, but they read off the, whatever you just said. The records. Records.
1: Yeah. This is supposedly supposed to be, supposed to be the vault of life. It has like everybody's um, if we're going to, we're going to talk about insurance, everybody's medical records in there. Oh, and and people supposedly can go at, this is up in heaven. They can go and access a person's Akashic records and know their whole life story
0: can go up in heaven.
1: Yeah. Let me, with that being said, let me ask, this is what people tell me about witches and people that do spells. If they had that ability to do that, to go up to heaven or wherever it is, they're accessing these Akashic records at, and they're coming back and telling you the only thing that matters is love. Out of, the whole time you're taking your clumsy ass feet up there, you're going to come back and tell me that I need to be more open with love or, Yay! or this, this, and that, whatever the case may be.
0: Yeah. how
1: to look at the person and, and also their lifestyle and who they are. Again, I'm not shitting on this here, but I find that very hard to believe. Yeah. What I do, even like with the medium stuff, I don't know how some of these people do it. The the ghosts that come to me, maybe it's just my personality are telling me, why would I talk to you? Or they're talking me out of giving medium readings to their family but that's what the Akashic records are. You give somebody that they'll go access it and they'll tell you your whole life story. What's what, 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 uh, you know, what your blocks are and all this. And to me, it's just very general information.
0: Okay. So it's not very detailed and oriented to that person. It's kind of like what yeah. you could say to me and you could say to someone else and you could say like, it's like a broad, I guess a broad, um, reading.
1: Yeah. I had one done. I was looking for specifics again. Tell me, I, I don't want to hear, I mean, this is all stuff too. You have to understand something. I mean, I have a podcast and I have all this stuff too. And I'm, you know, this person was saying things that I didn't, that I've already put out there. I mean, you (laughs) already know that I come from a bad family. You guys know a little bit about my background, how shady I used to be and all this stuff. So I, I kind of question that. And I've gone to retreats and done things where people claim to have Akashic records and I've read them. And I'm like, this is something that I understand it makes you feel good and you feel of service here, but it's your defense mechanism.
0: Okay. So when you're reading, are you, do you get like energy? Like, ha- like, is there anyone that you, you would be like, wow, your energies are so good. Or you're like, I can't even read you. Is there anybody that you would be like, I can't, I can't even read you.
1: Um, re- I, that I can't read because of, uh, mostly because of dark energy or because nothing that I'm going to say is going to make any type of difference or if they suffer from a mental health condition like they have like, you know, um, they're bipolar or, you know, I'm just giving examples here. My guides will tell me not them.
0: Okay. Like a narcissist would, would you be able to like a true narcissist, not someone who has like narcissistic tendencies, but since they don't really believe anything bad about themselves, would that give that energy where like, it didn't matter what you said.
1: Oh yeah. I've got into, especially with men. I've gotten into with men on the phone when they try (laughs) to bullshit me and tell (laughs) me, um, no, that's not how I am. And I'm like, do you really, I mean, let me just, let me just ask you this on the outside looking in because you're so, you're, 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 too busy. Uh, just only seeing what's in front of your fucking face. Do you not realize that people see you for who you are? So you, and they're like, well, you know, it, maybe I just haven't met the right girl or they're trying to play me and I'm trying to play them ahead of time. Even with that being said, you're really going to go through life on guard that whole fucking time. Yeah. Don't bullshit me. Don't, don't tell me. And again, even like with pictures, people will send pictures in and they'll send these filtered pictures. I'm an influencer. I'm a content creator. I don't have any unfiltered pictures. Honey, do make take me Take
0: one. Like no. you have a forward-facing camera that you can take literally right now and send girl, me to email. Girl, do
1: you know that's exactly what I said? You have, <laughs> you have a phone, right? Yeah. Take a picture of your fucking self right now. <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> you're an
0: influencer, right? You have a phone, work like, and I'm pro- probably a ring stand that's going to make it look a little bit better. <laughs>
1: exactly, exactly. So I have no issue, I'm, I'm not again. I'm not here to provide doom and gloom or to fight with people here. But don't bullshit me. That's exactly why you're in the position that you're in is because you're bullshitting your way through life.
0: Do people do that? Do people buy readings just to like be like, he doesn't know. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. Uh huh. And
1: uh-huh.
0: when it comes, when it comes to like religion. Um, I would think you're a very spiritual person. I don't know. Um, I would think because I consider myself a Christian and I truly believe in psychics. I think that you have this gift that was given to you from God. That's just truly what I think. Other Mm -hmm. people who are very religious would be like, no, that's witchcraft. That's dark magic. What are your thoughts on that when it comes to religion and psychics?
1: Um, very, uh, it's a very fine line here. Anybody that says, I mean, the Bible's filled with prophecy.
0: Right. I was just in church last week and he was just like, they basically predicted all of these things. Isn't that a psychic ability?
1: Yeah. And <laughs> also too, um, I don't know if you're, you're a Christian, so I don't know if you, if you, uh, I was raised Catholic and I don't know anything about the saints. I did, I, I wasn't a church going kid. Uh, I
0: wasn't either. I'd recently just started going to church to be honest with you. Uh,
1: let me just be honest with you. I, I work hand in hand. I, I, to say God would be, to be would be offensive, but I've had visions and dreams of exorcisms and being in hell and watching flames and people being exorcised. And then also God coming to me. Uh, this was God. I was thinking about committing suicide. I had just ended a relationship with somebody I was with for five years. I couldn't see the, I mean, I just, my, my daughter was just born. I was going through a really bad time. I was thinking about just giving up and i heard this uh, i was dreaming and i heard this um, voice coming from it was like the the movie it it was coming from a storm dream, but not like the ones that are on the sidewalk but the ones that like a manhole and the as the rain was going down it was hissing and steaming and this i could hear kids crying and somebody saying help me help me or whatever and uh, come closer i want to talk to you and the sun came out from behind my head in this dream and this voice came down and said don't talk to it don't tell it your name and don't interact with it you need to pray and I said, I don't know any prayers. I said, the only prayer I know is our father. And the, 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 the energy that I felt was God behind me said, let's say it together. And we did the our father together. And I woke up and I said, he said, what are you looking for? I said, I want to wake up and I want to be happy. I don't want to feel like this anymore. I said, I just feel so low. And he said, when you wake up, your mindset is going to be different. Do you know when I woke up? Was a very, th- that same day I looked into acting classes. I looked into anything that I can, that, 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 would, that would bring my persona and my personality and even my physical appearance into a different light.
0: I just got full body chills again.
1: <laughs> and also one, one other thing, when it comes to religion, Padre Pio, who's a saint, he's considered a psychic saint. He's a healer. This wow. Guy- When my guides were showing me this, when I was living in Oregon, they were showing me all this different reincarnation, different sides to my ability. He came and he's, and I asked him, who are you? And he was holding my hand in the dream. And he said, my name is Padre Pio. He said, say it. And I said, Padre Pio. He said, say it again. I said, Padre Pio. He said, you and I, he said, uh, he basically said, you and I are very much alike. I came here to witness. Wow. And I was like, if I'm that, if if, if I understand that I led a very, Bad life up until that point there, but I was never so bad that I didn't have a conscience. Does that make sense? Yeah, was- and
0: you say you've been bad, but I just don't see Like, I don't know what you think bad is, but I don't think that you've been bad.
1: <laughs> uh, I, I, I had a conscience during that whole I mean, during that whole time. So when when people talk about, it, especially you know, you're getting you're getting bashed, you're a witch, you're this, you're that, or whatever. Really, because what I'm doing is beneficial to other people. And again, I always tell people, yes, this is a, this is a psychic reading, but let's be truthful. I'm not telling you anything during the session that you don't already know. What makes it psychic is that I've never met you before.
0: Yes. 100%. Because everything you told me, and again, like I recorded it, I went back and took notes and I was like, but the things that you said, like even things that you, again, you don't know me. You were like, so your health, cause you, you know, you went through different things. You're like your health. So you were like, do you have thyroid problems? And that's like my number one thing. Like everyone's, everyone knows like I I have thyroid problems. I broadcast it. I try to research all this stuff. And I was like, wow, (laughs) like, that's so crazy. Like that you knew that.
1: And I have to be careful with that too. And I always, what did I tell you? I'm not a doctor, but this is what I'm getting when I scan your body. And I even felt stupid saying, I'm not to say scan your body is weird, but that's what I get. I look, even like with women that, that are, that are having issues getting pregnant during COVID, do you know how many relationships I want to say ruined. I ruined, and also <laughs> how many kids I ushered into this life. I mean, ushered into. You didn't
0: ruin a relationship that already was bound for hell. <laughs> Let's be comes- honest.
1: But, yeah, but you it, just let
0: it- them to the truth.
1: Yeah, and, and also with kids too. If, if, if somebody is telling you, I understand I'm not trying to go against traditional medicine or doctors or anything that you do here, but you are more in control of your body than anybody else's. And if I can't, again, I'm not the end all be all when it comes to psychics, but if I'm not seeing anything psychically, that's blocking you from having a child, like you've got, you know, issues with your reproductive system and it's all mental, you need to get out of your own head. And there's women that cried and said, Chris, I don't, I'm sorry, but I don't believe what you're saying. I've been on IVF. I've been doing this. Or I said, make no mistake. You will be pregnant. Now, now I'm talking to these women that got pregnant and now are on their second, third kid and I'm watching these kids grow up.
0: And that's got to give you some kind of like fulfillment too, where if you were saying you were on this bad journey and now you've switched roles and now you're trying to do more positive, like that would be fulfilling that like people who can't even go to doctors to tell them that they're going to get pregnant and you're like, stop worrying about it. It's all in your head. It's mental. And then they get pregnant.
1: And look at it's my karma too. I mean, I, when I say I was a bad person, it wasn't like you know murder or being a, like. Um, I had a I could I could have been a little narcissistic at that time, but with with my looks and the way that I defended myself, that was a defense mechanism. But at the end of the day, again, look what I'm doing. My karma now. All the shit that I did and all the stuff that I witnessed, even from other people doing stuff. I mean, I had girlfriends that had boyfriends that would beat the hell out of them or manipulate them and see all this stuff going on. And now I'm dealing with clients that are going through the same thing. My eyes are wide open and helping those people.
0: It's funny that you say that. I want you to look up someone on Instagram when we're done. His name is Ace Metaphor. Um, He gives women advice on because he said he, he kind of ran the game like he was a cheater. He played. He did everything, anything ran the streets, whatever. So now he feels like it's his karmic energy to go back and tell women like the, here's the game. Here's the playbook. Yeah. I'm giving you all the answers. It's your choice, whether you believe these fools or not. Like, and now men are kind of mad at him. And he's like, he'll get on there and be like, yeah, I get hate mail all the time, but like, I've been there, done that. And I feel like a bad person. So now I feel like it's my karmic energy to give back to women because of what I did. Well,
1: honey, do you have, do you know how many men that threaten me? Oh, when it comes to relationships. And then I have to go because I'm not the one I am not you. Uh, I may be a psychic medium and I may do this as a profession and all that, but you're not going to, I'll have to tell you about Facebook later. Um, you're not going to point your finger in my fucking face and think you're going to get away with it, especially when I'm wrong. It right. tells me, I don't know what, when, this is what that. what I've been told. I don't know what your game is or what you're trying to do here, but it's very manipulative. And I said, really, is it though? I said, or are you just losing control over the situation? And that's what it is. No, Chris, I don't know what the problem is here. I sound like I don't ask her or whatever. Let me, that's just exact. that's what exactly the problem is. How the fuck does she know what you want without having to ask you? You wanna know how she knows that? Because she pays attention to you. You want this bitch to tell you everything that she wants. Why? So you can complain. You ask for too much. It is a goddamn privilege if this bitch is sitting next to you. As a woman, and not a girl, because that's what you're gonna get. If you're you're gonna have to go younger, because no real woman is gonna put up with your shit. And one other thing, just to go with this ace guy, I've had some beef with the gay community too. Because really, yeah, because even though I'm very gay, you can tell by my voice and the way that I act, I have no business telling a woman how to be a woman. And when you start talking about the female and male energy, the female and the male energy, the divine energy here. For a man, I don't care how feminine you are or what you think you are to tell a woman how to be a woman or give advice on that to your core. You're still a man with that male energy.
0: Yeah. So and woman- I don't, I don't think that you or him, like, is trying to tell a woman how to be a woman. Oh, I- no, 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 not
1: him. I'm just saying like, 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 no, like when, when somebody tells a woman insults a woman's intelligence yeah. how they need to be there, you
0: can't do that. 100% agree with you all the way. One hundred percent. Now, before we end this, because I know your time is valuable and you've probably got more readings to do. I do. Is there anything that you see or need to tell me? Because I know I've already had multiple readings with you just to uh, to have it on air with people.
1: When it comes to you, um, let's get the career stuff out of the way first. I don't see anything negative with that. Again, with, with with you, I feel like again to scare you and kind of open your eyes as far as like you know your work, your paycheck or whatever. I feel like that that's gonna you can only go up, get reviews, get you know uh, um, a di- different opportunities in that way. Next year, you're going to have a little bit more of a difficult time as far as like, because it's going to be more air coming into play. And you and I are people that don't like to be rushed into things. We need a hot minute to kind of think about stuff, but you've been overthinking here. Now it's time for you to put one foot in front of the other and take action. So when it comes to relationships, it comes to the personal side of things. It's about being honest and not, and not hiding your truth or hiding your feelings behind a defense mechanism. So that's what's that's going to be the first quarter of next year for you. Oh God. <laughs> Which is, which is fine because, again, at the end of the day, I feel like you're ready. But, but again, you are such an individual on your own and so strong minded that, that sometimes you, 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 your strength could be too much for you and can hold you back. That's a shitty thing to tell somebody. But again, you're not. But when I, I've been asking people this for long, uh, for the past couple of weeks here, and it's not meant to be disrespectful. But if I was to ask you this question, how would you answer it? Do you think you're stupid? No. Exactly. You're not stupid. You don't play stupid. You you what 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 ends up happening to you is because you're so real and so practical and so so just you and in very direct that way that sometimes other people and other situations can leave a bad taste in your mouth and can trigger memories of like that's not how I want to be here. You need to step out of your comfort zone and realize that you're not stupid. The mistakes that all these assholes are making here are not mistakes that you're going to make. To honor who you are, you're a very beautiful woman with a great head on your shoulders. Not even, not just a great head on your shoulders, but a great personality and great energy. You've been through a lot. You're ready to evolve.
0: Yeah, sometimes I wonder if I am like, I, like sometimes I'm like, maybe I'm picking these men because I don't know what I want. But then I'll think about it when I'm getting mad at all these things. I'm like, oh, I think I know. I'm gonna- just scared to
1: go after it. <laughs> you're going to be a Scorpio and you're going to go with your, with your intuition. I want to know how you feel about that person sitting across. me. I don't know why. I don't want to know what you think about him. I want to know how this person made you feel the moment he entered your life, what he said that, 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 that made you feel something. That's what's next for you. And I bet you, anything, you're going to tell me, Chris, there was, some, when I met this person, I, I, something just took over. I just instantly felt this way or whatever. You need to honor that because that's, what's going to be your, your, uh, your intuition or that, that ding that you need to hear. Okay. Okay.
0: Okay. No, I appreciate you so much for taking your time out. I know it's valuable and I know you're super busy. So just tell everyone where they can find you, your podcast, Instagram, how they can get readings, just everything.
1: Yeah, for sure. You can sign up for a session at chrismedina.guide. There's a half hour session or an hour long session. Do not come in here watching the clock. Let me do that for you. Uh, But yeah, feel free to sign up for a session. If you want to know what I look like or see if I'm the right fit for you. I very rarely post stuff on social media, but when I do, you can get a real good look at it. It's at psychic Chris M with that being said, what make sure that it's really me. There's a lot of imposters out there. I do not have a secondary account. I do not, uh, uh, it, uh what is it? Um, solicit readings over social media. He will not,
0: me- he will not send you a message to get a reading at all. Period. You have to reach out to him.
1: Exactly. And uh, that's how you know it's me. So uh, don't be fooled by it. But yeah, feel free to hit me up for a session.
0: All right, guys, that's the episode. I hope you enjoyed it as much as I love talking to Chris so much. I just want everyone to know about how special he is in this world and the gifts he is bringing. And don't forget to look in the show notes for um, how to find him, the podcast he's been on, and how to get a reading. And as always, until next time, bye.